Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode, 122.5. It's a special episode of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, except today we're adding a special guest that I will introduce to you momentarily. As most of you listening know, we have just completed a series called Great Question. The series was an invitation for our young adults here at the hospital church to ask questions on their hearts and have them answered in detail in the format of message for the broader congregation. We had guest speakers alongside Andy and Jeff to tackle these questions, which the askers certainly didn't do any favors and lob any softballs across the plate. They were hard-hitting and really difficult questions. So you may be asking, why are we reviewing this with a special episode? Well, we aren't necessarily. Rather, we're going to take what we have just wrestled with in question and answer and apply it to a real-world application, a TV show. To explain that further, I want to extend a welcome and our thanks to Stanley Pominowski for joining us. Welcome, Stanley. Hello. Thank you for having me. So not to many of you, Stanley won't be a stranger. You'll see him around FHC pretty much every week, either in the AV room, running camera up or near the stage, on a slider, on his shoulder. But you may not know he's a writer, videographer, and overall funny guy. You may best know him for many of the videos you've laughed too hard while watching at church retreat. Adventist Alert comes to mind. Adventist Alert, Alexa parody. And actually, you may not see me at church. You may, I'm often in the control that's, room. Well, that's true. In you might way. be inside, yeah. <laughs> Wearing black clothes. I'm basically a church ninja. Very, a very dark. But it goes all the way back to before he speaks. Before he speaks. Oh, and, yeah, um, that's an oldie, but a the, the one that started it all was Adventist All Star Trading Cards. Adventist All Star Trading Cards, right? Man. Um, <laughs> and the award winning film, Happy Birthday Jesus, which we actually have never showed at church. Really? But um, We haven't ever showed that at church. Never. Really? Uh, Tammy did not want to show it. I'll have to watch it again. Because it makes people kind of sad about giving gifts on uh, <laughs> Christmas. But I took that to Film Slam, which is a monthly yeah. film festival at one. It beat a film that was loaded with nudity. And I was like, all right. You know, I beat a film with nudity. That's great. And then it went on to the best of that, which is called the Brouhaha Film Festival. It was selected as the best of that. And was automatically put into the Florida Film Festival, which is it wasn't in competition, but it was part of a local showcase. And so that film, although maybe too guilt inducing here at church, it did very well out there in the secular world. Yeah. Um, so right. it's been and it's a typical kind of humor that I tend to have, which is to point out some of the. Weird incongruities. Incongruities within Ooh. within Christianity. All right. That's our first dollar ninety-five word of the day. As my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Brunts, used to say. Stanley, maybe what we can do is actually put a link to those in the episode notes. If someone sure. actually wants to go watch some of these, we can put a link sure. to the Hospital Church YouTube page. Most of them will be there, and you guys can catch up if you're looking for a little background on what we're talking about. So, And then if you haven't listened to any of the podcast episodes or corresponding messages that we're going to discuss in today's episode, I encourage you to go take a listen. So you have a little context to what we'll be discussing if you've missed it. You can find all of that if you're on iTunes. Just swipe up in the episode notes. All the links will be there. And or click episodes at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. All right. To get started, I wanted to reference episode 120 that we did recently that was in the Great Question series and our discussion of whether it is important that Adventism be different as a denomination. Because past this discussion we had on the episode, I wanted to have a conversation with someone that has actually taken this discussion and then put their creative talents into action to help facilitate and engage these conversations. So, Stanley, 
tell us what or why or how, what was the driving factor behind your decision to create a TV show that would address the Adventist denomination specifically? Well, originally I drew from my own life experience. When I was younger, I went to public school almost my entire young adult life. There was two years where my parents did this for me and all of my sisters, where they said, you need to go experience, quote, the real world for Mm -hmm. at least one or two years. And there was something interesting to me about what was public school, what was the secular world. And there was a lot of weird things that we had. I would talk about with my friends where we were like, oh, man, I'm so angry I could punch you. But, you know, if I was in public school, I would punch you. But (laughs) because I'm not, I won't. Or it's like, oh, man, you know, if I was in public school, I'd probably have my my ear pierced or like really foolish things like, oh, I'd have a girlfriend if I was in public school because, you know, it's, (laughs) it's not working here. But things like that. And so we kind of built up this weird reversed promised land of that was where we saw Public school is almost like a prison type landscape where it's like you're going to be in fist fights every day. You're going to have to establish dominance, <laughs> stuff like that. And then when I finally went to public school in my sophomore year of high school and was completely shocked that there were kind and decent people there. And that sounds terrible that I was shocked, but that's literally what I thought. I was like bracing for impact where people were going to come up to me and they were going to start a fight with me. So I was like very defensive, like a like a scared cat. And then one day – When I was walking to lunch, I saw a group of kids praying around the flagpole. And I was like, wow, they are wasting their time because they are not Adventists. And that was literally literally what I thought at that time, that there were only going to be Adventists. So so your Adventist journey was very much like living in the village, in the movie The Village. The movie The Village, (laughs) yes, where there was the straw man, the the boogeyman that's out there that was going to eat you if you went across the fence. And that's basically what I thought if I left... The The, confines. Yeah, if I left this safe home and, you know, if I went outside of the fence, that was going to be it. I was going to be consumed. And those people that are out there don't know what a dangerous landscape they're really in. And I felt so bad for them. But it was so great of my parents to give me that experience because I grew in my faith so much more knowing that there was more out there and that I wasn't just confined to what I knew necessarily. And that it was like, hey, wait a minute. Why do I believe this? And it made me search why I believed what I believed. And, you know, I'm still very proud to be Adventist, but it basically gave me the why I was Adventist by, well, through that experience. So the motivation for creating the, the television show then seems to be sort of twofold. One is to try to encourage people that they could step outside these bounds and it would right. be a, a good thing. Yeah. And, and the other, for them, and enlarging their thinking, but also if we're really about kingdom of God business... We need to be out beyond our own walls, so to speak. I mean, that's... Exactly. And my goal now is definitely to start real conversations with young people and someone that they trust, a parent, pastor, teacher, and talk about why do we do these things that we do and to be ready to go out there into the world and to not be so scared of the world that we're like, oh, man, we can't go out there. Yeah, God so loved it. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're talking about the whole world? The whole world. The also love the Adventists. That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell a little example of that as well, where my film teacher made a documentary where he went and interviewed several dozens, actually, of his students and where they were at. And he juxtaposed two interviews, one back to back, where one said, oh, a, a Christian can't work in the film industry in L.A. because 
all those people are heathens and blah, blah, blah. Oh you know, my. he didn't use the word heathen, but <laughs> I'm shorthanding it. But sure. he, he said, you can't go out there because those people, they, you know, they don't respect people with faith. And then the next person was, I live in LA and I have had the most amazing faith conversations with people. <laughs> and, and he put them back to back. And, I, and we were all there. All the people that were in the video were there watching it. And the person that was the scoffer at first stood up and said, you know what? I base that purely on speculation. I have no, I had no idea when I said that. Right. I had never been to LA. I had never tried it. I just assumed, and that was not correct. That is basically what we do a lot, where we're like, "They're not us. They must be bad." You <laughs> yeah, know? And, for sure. Uh, that's well, that's. Not, I mean, yeah. and that's across the board. We tend to villainize what we don't understand or don't know, and so that's, I think this is a great opportunity to yeah. help break that down. And we feel like the best way to do it, uh, and mainly the only way I know how to do it, it seems, based <laughs> on my work experience, is to do it through comedy. Draw eyeballs in, draw attention to it, through things that are funny. Because one, comedy is one of the few types of theatrical art that requires you to think while you're watching it. Because to get jokes, you have to think. Mm. To understand what the person's trying to say, you have to think. And comedy Though it is often looked down upon, you rarely see best screenplay go to a comedy. Comedy is harder to write than drama. I feel like it must be easier to make people cry than to make people laugh sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think that's probably true. But I think you doing that, challenging people the the way they think and the way they see things, laughter breaks down prejudice and comedy is part of that laughter Mm -hmm. thing. And it makes makes a huge difference. So what do we look forward to in this show what that, show are we talking about? Yeah, what show are we talking about? <laughs> have we even talked about this we ha- show? We haven't, no. we haven't said what it is yet. <laughs> it's some show, the ethereal show. The ethereal show. The show that we are talking about is the web series Ellen vs. the World. The episodes will be five to ten minutes. It'll be available on YouTube and Facebook and most likely on Amazon Prime as well. Awesome. So what Adventist uniqueness does the show encourage viewers to embrace or maybe – those that require a second question? Is it a theology show? Is it something that we're looking for just bits and pieces? Is it going to be, I mean, we're talking about episodic here. How many episodes are we talking about? But what's the uniqueness that we're looking to bring out about Adventism? Adventism is, is unique in and of itself. We, as Adventists have clung to being a strange and peculiar people um, that, (laughs) that God has set aside, you know, that, that's what we've clung to. and part or, of the, or may have to set aside. Yeah, or may have to set aside. <laughs> Those were some of the things that were challenging when I went to public schools. So explaining things like why I can't go to the football game on Friday night or what am I doing on Saturday and stuff like that. So the, the and unique, food. And food and why can't you eat this or that. Are you going to go to hell if you eat bacon? And I was like, I don't think so. And they're like, why don't you just eat it then? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm because it's wrong. I haven't thought this through. I haven't thought this through. Wait, maybe I will go to hell. I don't know. Um, please ask your question again. I'm sorry. I trailed off somewhere Well, else. no, that's the – I think that answers it because mm-hmm. that's really the uniqueness that I think that people want to know, especially like you said, when it comes to comedy, there we know that everyone's <laughs> sense of humor falls in a different spectrum along a large, a large swath of comedy. So I think people's initial – concern or their initial thought is, hmm, they're making a comedy about Adventists. I think they're going to make us look stupid or I think they're going to make fun of our beliefs or in a way that might not be flattering. That's not the intent at all. 
Well, <laughs> well, <is> that, <laughs> let's, oh let's, well, maybe let's don't, hold let's on. don't assume that. Yeah, quite hold so on, hold on, back <laughs> you up. You can't see me, but I'm sweating right now. Um, <laughs> the uh, 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 ultimately, I want people to think about why they're doing what they're doing. I want people to have that same experience that I described earlier of, of when I went to public school, and I was confronted with people saying, "Wait, why don't you do this on Friday night? Why don't you do that?" And instead of just being like, my parents told me I can't, was basically my full knowledge. I had to go and talk to my, walk to my parents and yeah. be like, hey, why, so why do, why we, do we keep the yeah. Sabbath? You know, like, why can't I do this? What are the things we can't do? Because people are asking me questions and I need to explain it. And, and that's ultimately my real goal. Like, okay, maybe we're making fun of it. Because I want to point out that some of the things we do are strange. And sometimes we do lots of them thoughtlessly. Yeah, we don't even give without, it a without, without great intention. Sure. It's just part of tradition, um, mm-hmm. and and so to be able to challenge that through humor and say, okay, we do mark the exact moment of sundown sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, yeah. and so is the principle of Sabbath is one thing. The insanity sometimes of our traditions right around some of the pieces of it. We need to think through because we want. Our real relationships in the real world is Ellen in the real world, right? Ellen versus the world. Versus the world, okay. Yeah. Ellen versus the, bumping into the world, we, we want our faith to be an intelligent faith and a sensible faith. And if we never sort of poke ourselves about it a little bit, like, really? Yeah. Why? You've you got to be kidding me. And challenge ourselves to think through it, then we can't have rational good, respectable faith in the real world. Um, mm-hmm. it will, it'll just it'll be our cloistered world. Yeah. I think one of the things that I picked up from just watching the first episode... Sneak peek. Uh, sneak peek, yeah. Because yeah. I was doing this with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you never mentioned it in the thing, but, it, but already I could sense a little bit of a pushing on the fortress mentality as well. Our denomination has, you know, we have separate schools and separate organizations like our scouting version of Pathfinders and our community services versus the Red Cross. I mean, we have, we, we, we've sure. tend, we've tended to have, do our own thing. And sometimes we, I think this is going to push us a little bit that, you know, we, do we need to be protecting ourselves or should we be engaging? Um, mm-hmm. I haven't Absolutely. Seen, only seen one episode. And, and there's you know, awesome. I want to point out too, that it's not just tearing things down. There, no. there are many things too, that I think in the episode that are celebrating being Adventists. Sabbath is a great thing, and that's one of the best things about being an Adventist sure. is keeping the Sabbath is really just great for your soul and your body and your mind, too. It's just it's great to take some time off. And so you'll see the the family celebrating things like that. Mm-hmm. And we're I'm trying to also point out the good things because I'm, I'm literally not there to destroy Adventism. Like, no, no, I, no. I'm... Adventism is good, and you're still one. Yeah, still one, still here. <laughs> yeah, you made it. You, you made it through all that. Well, two weeks ago, we ended that great question series that we previously mentioned with a look at how important it is to God that we behave, and where we were left to realize and hopefully embrace that God has already won against sin and has applied His victor status to each of us. So. When we're talking about this show that's going to investigate or look more closely and, and again, through the lens of comedy, kind of expose people to what it means to be a certain type of Adventist and this family is going to be on a journey. What's the goal for people that are watching to – is it just to understand Adventism better or is it really to create a conversation between between who? If it's a conversation starter, who's the conversation? You, you answer this, but I, before you do, I okay. want to just, just say that 
in my mind, I saw one of the virtues of this first episode, at least, is to push us outside of our cloisteredness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The target audience is definitely Adventist at this point. It's not necessarily a outreach type video. And at the end of the day, I wish I could make something that was both. But at this point, I think that I'm literally preaching to a certain choir. No, I I hear it as a funny, humorous call to accountability for being an Adventist. Yes, that is... Wow. Better said than I could have said. I was just going to say, write that down. Well, and, and <laughs> that was perfect because when I asked it, I knew I was kind of asking it in a roundabout way, but I was hoping to grab a different answer. So I loved what you both came up with. Andy, from your perspective as a pastor who has seen a whole pile of changes throughout your time in ministry, from church, from a governing... Not that many. So I'm only 28. <laughs> oh, well, you know, but at least as long okay, as most. Well, 63. <laughs> what do we risk as a... A local church community as a broader conference and, and hierarchy of the world church, what do we risk by not taking a look at and talking about our differences? Do we risk losing our uniqueness because we do that? No, I, I think our only chance of being faithful to God's call to us is to take looks like this at ourselves. It's critical to us being who God calls us to be in the world. When the history of Judaism in the Old Testament they weren't to intermarry. They were they were a separate people. But at the same time, they were to embrace newcomers and welcome people. And so it was this, it was this interesting t- tension. And of course, in the New Testament now, we're commissioned. Right. We're commissioned to not be in holy huddles, but to be out in the game. Yeah. And sometimes our paranoia and fear of the contamination by the sinful world <laughs> uh, yeah. causes us to read things into it that aren't there. For sure. one thing. And also have a fear of, of engaging with it because it's going it's to somehow taint us. Our God is stronger than anything else. He's more powerful. His power overreaches all of Satan's power. So our commission to go onto Satan's turf, so to speak, in the world and be kind and gracious and greet people and to recognize, I think one of the things, Stanley, that will come out in, hopefully in your series is how many partners in faith we have beyond our confines. Uh, oftentimes we think we're the only, sure. as opposed to, wait a second, there are people that don't know Jesus out there that desperately need to have a relationship with us so they can come and know Jesus. But there are also lots of people out there who know Jesus we can partner with to help bring justice and grace and peace to our world. So, Stanley, a question that I think a lot of people may not even think to ask or they might not know about what goes into this production of a show. Because we talked before we came on here about you know, what's the budget? How much does it cost to push this through? And each episode costs thousands of dollars to produce on set to film. You got to cast it. You got to find the right crew to make it look amazing. It takes hours of, of writing on your part and rewriting and editing storyboarding and, and storyboarding. And then you got to promote it and all these different things. So the end goal must be amazing, right? To you personally, a success. What does Ellen have to do or what does Ellen have to accomplish as a show for all of this to have been worth it in whatever capacity or ever, how, however long this runs, what's the impact that it must have to be a success? Well, I'm not sure where the bar is necessarily, but I could tell you a dream scenario would be that there would be a movement of young people re-embracing Adventism and Christianity, culture, Christian culture, and that they a movement of young people sharing the show and 
looking at their faith in a true manner and trying to figure out what does it mean to be an Adventist, what does it mean to love God, and figuring out those things through engaging their parents and then their parents being swept into that same movement and everybody getting a closer relationship with God. I don't know how to measure those results, sure. um, but that would be the perfect success to me would be that this show creates a movement of people moving closer towards God. Well, stories, awesome. and, e- stories and emails that will come back will be one of the feedbacks that, you'll, you can, yeah. that you can measure by, and you won't know the full impact. Uh, but I think it's important for people who see the show to hear that's your heart for it. Sure. Because there'll be a few naysayers that Always. can't quite grasp humor. Sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no way. Well, we've, we've never had that with any of your videos here. No. Oh. <laughs> well, as we start to wrap it up, episode 119 here of the podcast, we looked at the crucial role through this great question series that guarding our spiritual lives deciding how to know what voices to allow to speak into our lives. The old fitness adage that you junk in and junk comes out with your diet will produce disastrous but predictable results seems appropriate. There's no more sensitive area in our body and spiritual walk than our mind. We have to be more than just choosy or careful. We must protect and guard against. So, Stanley, what do you hope people find in this Ellen series that will reward them for allowing it the access into their lives and to have those conversations that you just talked about with the young people and the parents and and that movement. I'm not actually sure how to answer this. Um, <laughs> help me out here, Andy. So, 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 this out. I think your I think your last answer is, is a return answer to it. That this will indeed spark them to investigate their faith in a deeper way. You're right. It, it really did, for the most part, answer that. But I guess the thing I was, I was. Or what are you really l- hoping I'll say? <laughs> Why don't you just tell me what Why you want you me to say? Why don't you just tell me what, what you want me to say? <laughs> no, I just think that part of this is a reluctance in the Christian community. For those of us that have produced, this is a TV show that we're producing. I've produced a TV show before. You've done f- countless films that you've already, you know, short films and different things. And what do we always end up saying at the end of it? It's a passion project. Yeah. And why is it? Why does a passion project have to be a passion project? Why can't it be that, wow, this is something that's important to me as an individual, as a Christian, it's entertaining, as to me as a church, as a church staff, as a denomination. If we're engaging these conversations and we're helping people to find Jesus, isn't this something that when people understand what goes into the process of creating a good, I mean, we had a comment on Facebook that said, wow, where, where's this going to air? This looks like it could be on NBC. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people think that it's going to be on TV and and that it's going to be a half an hour show or something like that. Yeah. And it is, it is not. Yeah. Um, it is <laughs> it is very short. It's only five to ten minutes each episode. Every every minute costs a lot of money. <laughs> yes, yeah. but the quality is there. That yeah, if someone really wanted is. to pick it up and put it on TV, it definitely has that production value. And if anyone is listening that can, just Make let us happen. know. That's right. <laughs> we are open to the office. Stanley at DuckDuckVideo.com. <laughs> so what would you tell people then that watch the show when it comes out in January of 2019? They watch the show and they say, man, this is really good. I wish that we – I wish we had more of these. And we would say, yes, so do we. So do we. And the simple solution is to support us financially. Every – form of art requires a team of people from your story hour to shows like this tv the film is an extremely collaborative effort we have to pay actors we have to uh, hire crew we have to provide food on set we have to have costumes makeup lighting sound and 
it is it can get very expensive. The more crew you get, the higher the quality you get, but also the higher the price tag. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so me and my team, uh, my business, uh, DuckDuck Video, we are basically doing this for less than minimum wage at this point because of all the extra effort that we put into it. So the best way that someone could support us would be to find us on Patreon as we set that up or to donate money to us directly but, or, and or I, earmark it through I, a nonprofit. I, I want to speak to the donation side uh, because I believe in donating money to things. <laughs> but the arts, the arts for thousands of years have needed patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one has expected Michelangelo just to be able to create art and not be able to eat at the same time without a patron. And and so I think today we need to recapture the patronage idea that there are guardian angels financially that can come behind. And there may be people listening or you may know someone that's listening. I hope that people will recognize that this is an opportunity to support the arts for a very fine purpose, kingdom of God kind of stuff. And honestly, we have had a crazy great reaction to sharing it on social media. That's another way that you can help share it with friends, people you think that might be interested in it. So if Ellen versus the World is new to you, please check out the trailer on our website. It is ellenversustheworld.com. And again, this will all be in the show notes. If you're on iTunes, just swipe up. If not, go to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. And in this episode, the link will be there. You can watch the trailer. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. It's all on the website. And if you're a Facebooker or any of those things, you know, like it, pass it on, send it to somebody, share it. Yeah. We've actually done very well so far with our trailer that came out uh, September 15th. At the time of this recording, have about I believe thirty three thousand views on yeah, it, that's great. and almost eight hundred shares on the video. And the amount of followers has gone over a thousand for us. So we're we're actually very excited about that because yeah. that's basically three ish weeks ago we had like forty likes on our page. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's all from that trailer and and the people that have shared it, the organizations that have shared it like the North American Division of Seventh Avenue and the Florida Conference, they have shared the video. Portis Lake Church shared it. There's still one church that hasn't shared the video yet. I don't know what's, well, what's well, happened. Make but, it happen. Uh, <laughs> you have more control than I do. I don't even know how to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a church I go to every week, but they still haven't shared it. It's so well, weird. Well, t- make but, it happen. Um, <laughs> make it happen. But, uh, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so those shares have uh, helped us so far. Oh, yeah. And we're looking at the analytics, and it's amazing the places it's been. Uh, Costa Rica. Uh, Costa Rica. Uh, shout out to them. They they have been very supportive. They actually have – one town has talked about perhaps even bringing us there for a premiere, and that's exciting. And then we're looking at different it's languages. It's already been translated into 14, 15 languages. I wish. I wish. <laughs> if you are good at translating. That's right. I was just like, there's your know. shameless we, plug. You need some subtitles. So. so if you haven't seen the trailer, definitely go and check it out. And you can sign up on the website as well to receive notifications on updates as the show launches again on the lead up to it in January 2019. We're releasing new content every week, but we'd love to hear your feedback. So you can leave a voicemail and the same as always, a voicemail or text to 407-965-1607 or podcast at hospitalchurch.org. And I will definitely pass those along to Stanley. So anything I haven't covered? I think by season three or four, the show will be called Ellen and the World. Ellen and the World? Yes. Oh, I like that. I think uh, to to give you a... A sneak peek, I think that, it, it, not that she'll be of the world, 
but that she will be in the world and no longer pitted against it, I think, by season yeah. three. In so the, in the world, but not of it. That's great. Only yeah. Stanley knows because he's the writer. Only Stanley knows. I, I still need to write. It's, between, <laughs> it's all <laughs> still <laughs> on it. hidden in that head of yours. That's working it. on it. Yeah. You're working on it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this special episode. Thanks for hanging around for a little longer than normal. Hope you found the conversation engaging and that you will go and check out the show and support us in whichever way that you find it in your heart and that God leads you to whether that's a social media share or signing up for updates and just being in the know, sharing it with friends. The best thing to do right now is just to get those updates from the website. That way, as we're getting further along in this, you can stay with us and you can always contact us and give us your feedback. So next week, the podcast gets back to usual next Wednesday for episode 123. So thank you for listening and have a great week.